Are you ready? That really kills me. Yeah. Ready to tap in? All right, yo. It's your boy D Starks. Starks artist. And you're tuned in to Just Different Podcasts. Yeah. We're talking everything faith, life, and culture. Yeah. Welcome back. Another EP. One more. Another week, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get let's, let's get it. We actually, so we um, we were on live. When did we go live? Tuesday? I don't remember what day it was. Yeah, we went live Tuesday. Tuesday. Sounds right. It was Tuesday. Yeah, we went live Tuesday. And originally, this CP we're going to put out this week, um, we were, we were thinking about doing it on like crystals, horoscopes, yeah. new age spirituality, because that's a conversation that definitely needs to be had. And a lot of you guys have requested that. And that was definitely on the list. Um, and then on the live, I was like, I had mentioned something about like loneliness yeah. and feeling like you were the only person of faith like in your community, like mm-hmm. whatever, that, whatever that looks like. And I felt like a push to go in that direction this week. So I was going to do that instead on loneliness and how to deal with that process. And then Alexis Ida came on the pot, yeah. on, hopped on the live. Alexis Ida. And let me tell y'all, wrecked us. We asked her like she had a word um, and she dropped gems. I mean, something heavy. And from that, I felt, like definitely a huge pull and push to go in the direction of what this EP is going to be about today. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it was just so timely. Like it, it for real. I'll talk. Yeah, for sure. Look at here, home. Um, so yeah, man, let's, uh, with all that being said, let's get, let's get straight into yeah, it. Uh, fill the people in. Bro. So, what, yeah, so, so, so that's going to be the topic. Yeah. So we, whenever Alexis was, was on live, she mentioned something and she said that God's people have been selectively sacrificial. Mm. That we've been selectively sacrificial. So we're, we're selective on what we're willing to sacrifice to God right. or completely give to Him. Right. So we'll, we'll come to the throne, but there's still a few things we'll intentionally not lay at His feet. So it's like, God, you, you can have my finances. You can have that. You can have that. Right. D- just don't touch my relationships. Don't 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 touch that right there. Mm. You you can't you can't have my Sunday. Just yeah. don't touch my Saturday night. Leave 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 ah. that there. You can you you can definitely have that that habit. Yeah. Just but but this this one on the side. I I want to keep that for me. Right. You know what you 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 can have my mind. Mm-hmm. But my attitude, nah, fam. <laughs> I'm not giving that up. Nah, fam. That that's for me. We're we're we've been selectively sacrificial and what we are willing to submit to him. We're not we haven't given him given him all. And so what's happened is we've started to serve God when it's convenient for us. Mm. We've begun to begun to serve God when it's convenient for me. But and Alexis hit this. Yeah. Do you think it was convenient for Jesus to carry that cross? Do you think? She said, God said, do you think it was convenient for me to put my son on that cross? Mm. Mm. For those nails to be in his hands? The thorns around his head? The bruises on his side? You think that was convenient? Mm. You think you think that was convenient? And now it's it's about 
we we pick and choose when we want to serve God. Right. I'll do it today if I feel like it. If I feel like it. If it feels right. Maybe. Mm. If I'm being generous. If I'm open to it. Mm. And he's concerned about our divided loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> God is concerned about our divided loyalty and our lack of commitment. Yeah. But I, it has to be all or nothing. You're either in or you're not. So he's saying, choose this day. Mm-hmm. Choose this day who you will serve. That's She said that on the live and... I was like, yeah, that that's the one right that's there, good. and I choose and I've kind of been, I've been in that season in that process too, and it hit me. It's like, yeah. nah, choose this day, choose this day, who you will serve. Mm. Double-minded man is unstable, unstable in all, all his, of ways. his ways. You you have you have to you commit. have to choose this day. And what and what God revealed to me, and it sounds simple, but choose this day. It's a command, but it wasn't a one-time declaration. Okay. It was a command. Well, it wasn't a one-time declaration. Mm. So he said that, Yeah. but he's actually saying it every day. Does that make sense? It does. It's nah, a command, it but it wasn't it just a one-time declaration. Right. Every day when you wake up, God's saying, choose this choose day. Choose this day. Me or the world? It's not just a one-time thing. My will or yours? Mm. The culture? Yeah. Or the kingdom. Choose this day. Your mind mm-hmm. or my spirit. Right. Choose this day. Choose. Monday. Uh-huh. Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Every day. Choose. You have to choose. Mm. Choose this day. So we have to stop playing with God. There's no more time to be wasted. We we have to stop playing with God because we've put him on the back burner and no longer take him serious enough. Right. And that's what some of our lives indicate and portray. Yeah, for sure. So you have to you have to choose this day. I was uh, I actually got a revelation about this the other day, and it was really good. It's too good to go unsaid. So basically, just just going along the same vein of like us selectively us being selectively sacrificial, mm-hmm. right? So for those of you who don't know, I work at Old Navy, and a customer had come in, and we were just chopping it up, right? right just talking. And this is the season. So we were talking about like, <laughs> this is the season. This is the season. So we were talking about what we we're going to get our loved ones for Christmas. And this lady, she said, I don't know what to get my husband. I just feel like he has everything. And I was thinking about that just in the vein of our relationship with God. Like, what could be an adequate gift for God? Because he has everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I'm thinking that and, I'm, and it dawned upon me like God actually doesn't have everything. Believe it or not. The only thing that God does not have is us. Our will, because mm. he surrendered it over to us, right? So, so with that being said, if you're giving someone a gift, you want to get them something that they don't already have. Do you see what I mean? Because if you give them something they already have, then there's no point. It's pointless. So with that being said, like, yeah, you're giving God your Sunday, but he already has that. He, he gets that from a lot of people. You're, you're giving God your lifted hand, your, your, but he gets that every Sunday, he gets that already. The only adequate gift you can give to God is your free will back to him. He has your Sunday, but does he have your life? Does he have your life? That's the only thing he doesn't possess. So it, it, with that being said, it's the only adequate gift for mm. him. 
I like that. That's so good. Because we, we all we understand that we have free will, and God's not going to tamper with that. Right. Because he loves us so much that he gives us the ability to choose. Therefore, the greatest thing that you could give over is your yes. Is your yes. God, I surrender my free will back to you. That's the only adequate gift. I remember I heard it like this once. I was It was like during this Wednesday night Bible study, yeah. and, someone, and someone was teaching. It was Pam Ross. And she said, you had a future worth dying for. Now it's your turn. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you had a future worth dying for. Now it's your turn. Mm. That's what God's That's saying. Good. Now, now it's, it's, it's your, your turn. turn. Salvation wasn't free. It wasn't. It cost Jesus your life, mm. and now he's asking for yours. Yeah. Mm. He's asking for yours. And God, let it be costly. You remember let that? Let it be. Yo, when, oh. they was, when they were singing it, I was like, oh. Y'all, there was a song. They, they released or at least performed a new song when we went to the Maverick City concert, and it just it hit different. But I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, we, we not gonna, we <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into that right now. Let um, it be costly. But no, that's facts. And, it, and like I wanted to talk about this because like that's honestly where I've I've been at. Mm-hmm. I've I've been like on the edge no me too i haven't been like we talk about all the time living like god loves me and taking mm. my purpose and what he's called me to serious enough yeah i haven't been taking it serious enough and i've been like on on the line on the fence of like okay yeah i'm, I'm all in this day mm. but man today i just kind of want to chill yeah you know what i'll take out my cross right now but, but i mean it is friday night mm. There's no breaks when it when it's a lifestyle. There's no breaks when it's a way of living. It's a part of who you are. Yeah, uh, selectively sacrificial. But yeah, definitely. I feel like I've definitely been in that season as well. I feel like I've I've definitely been more lukewarm. Mm. And that's and that's really like what this conversation is around. Is like when you're in that because we y'all know it. Like you probably been there before. Like. Mm-hmm. We understand everyone's always like, okay, when I first come to Christ, you understand like that fire you have, that commitment, that drive, mm-hmm. that discipline, yeah. that passion, that yeah. love. And as time goes on, um, you find yourself in a position where, dang, like it doesn't feel the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Like what, what happened to that fire yeah. that I had, that seek, that pursuit? And that's what you have to navigate and manage well so you're not finding yourself in a position of like, dang, like, I'll serve him this day, but this depends on how I feel tomorrow if I'll pick up my cross, mm. if I'll yeah. give him that yes, if yeah. I'll submit my life to him. Mm. So what would you say, like, how do you get, I don't know, get out of that or deal with that? You know what I mean? I think I'm even still learning right now, to be honest, of how to navigate that season of feeling like I'm lukewarm or that my fire necessarily isn't there. Mm. But, yeah, what would you? That's good. I feel like. I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm still kind of learning through that and walking through that. Mm-hmm. But I think really it just stems from there's this common misconception that it's just all going to be all rainbows and butterflies. And that I think we, we put too much weight on the feeling, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's if good. it feels good, if it feels right, then I'll do it. But we just we, sometimes we just think like, oh, if the feeling isn't necessarily there, then I guess that just that's just a sign that I'm not supposed to like, no, the, it's not always going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I said, this quote in um, our live the other day with Alexis, like, um, wait, I forgot what it said. Hold on. 
when when you fall in love with God's flowers and not his roots, what are you going to do when winter comes? Say it again, bro. When Say you, it again. When you fall in love with God's flowers and not his roots, what are you going to do when winter comes? Um, winter is a perpetual thing. It's always going to come around. It's not always going to be, you know, colorful and nice. Like, the, right. like Sometimes it's just going to be the dirt and the roots, and that's all there's going to be. So it's like you have to just step away from the feeling. It's not always going to feel good. Facts. And it's oh. like sometimes you got to force yourself. They don't like to hear that. Mm. It's a hard it's a hard truth. Sometimes you got to force yourself to get up and read your Bible and, you know, walk in your purpose, but it's like you got to pick up that cross regardless. Yes, it's about it's about discipline. It's not about like it's beyond feelings. Like right? yeah. walk by faith, not by sight. And I mentioned that on the live as well. Mm-hmm. It's not about and that sight piece means like your sensual feelings, mm-hmm. right? That's what the context of that is yeah. in terms of okay, how I physically feel or the emotions that arise. Like, no, it's a decision. Exactly. God, I'm going to give you my yes, even though I don't feel like it. No, I don't feel like praying. No, I don't feel like getting in my word. And I don't really think I feel you the way I used to, but I'm still going to choose you anyway. But guess what? Jesus didn't really feel like getting on that cross. He battled in the garden. But in the end, guess what he said? Your will, not mine. He still picked it up. He still picked it up. And I think that you mentioned it, and that's good. Like, we have, like, these common misconceptions. And the way I was thinking about it, or it came to me, Mm. is that whenever sometimes we're like, oh, I don't feel God the same, or things things change, and that's a part of the, like, that's a part of the evolution of your relationship with him. That's good. So you have to think about it. When you first come to Christ, you're a babe. Basically, we're babes in Christ. Mm-hmm. You're an infant. And so, of course, think about it. As a parent, when your children or your child is uh, young, you have to spend more time with them. You have to spoon feed them. You have to have more intimacy and more care around them at a younger age. But as they get older... They're still your child. You still love them all yeah. the same. You're still always present in there for them, but the dynamics of the relationship change. That's good. And so I think I think what what has happened, and some people are like, I don't feel God the way I used to, and you think that he like like you're doing something wrong, mm. but that's just the process of the relationship. That's good. Does that, does that make sense? No, it makes a lot. So of it's sense. like so it's like okay, yeah, like. After like, you know, a year, I, you can't really put a time frame on because it's different for everyone. Yeah. But okay, after a year of being saved, it's like you've grown you've grown up more. Yeah. He doesn't have to hold your he doesn't have to hold your hand across the street. Mm. He doesn't have to do that anymore. Cause he's taught you in your mm. infant season his ways, his his values, your a part of your purpose, what he yeah. wants out of your life. And so as the intimacy of your relationship grows, mm. the dynamic of it changes mm. that's i've never heard it said like that you know You're what i mean, talking. You, know no, what I mean? That, you know what i mean like god good. that's how god revealed it to me because i literally went through that season so my going into my senior year so junior year and it's caught god just gave me language for it junior mm. year is like when i first came to christ yeah and like that by far was like up until that point, the best year of my life. Like, obviously, like, being with him, and I felt like he was so close, and I was hearing him so clearly. Um, and our intimacy was just, like, like no other. Like, my fire was there. Yeah. And then senior year rolls around, and what I try to do is approach a new season with old patterns. Mm. I was like, 
coming into a new season trying to replicate the same feelings. Right. And so I was going into my senior year and it felt different. Yeah. I was like, uh, like I don't mm. feel like I'm as close to God. I don't feel anything like I used to. Mm. And so that made me think that I was doing something wrong mm. or God had taken a step back. Right. And he said it was not it was neither of those things. Mm. He I was doing all the right things. He was just showing himself to me in a different way. Uh. And I didn't want that adjustment or at least I didn't comprehend it at the time. And so I say that to say is like basically what I've been talking about for the past few minutes is, you know, in terms of like, you know, losing so-called your fire for God, sometimes it's just God showing or revealing himself in a different way. Yeah. And you having to adjust adjust mm. to that and see what he's trying to teach you in that time or that season. Mm. So it's like you can lose you can lose God constantly looking in the same place. That's no, that's good. Do what? He's always moving. Always, he's not always going to show himself in the same. Bro, fashion. say that again, bro. What? You can, you can lose God continuing to look in the same place. That's a bar. Mm. You can lose God continually looking in the same place, and that's what it was. Yeah. I was looking at where he was at last mm, season. That's good. But he moved. Mm. He he wasn't. He he wasn't revealing himself in that same way. Right. It wasn't going to look the way it did. And I heard it like this one time. And in that season, it was like God was in that place. But now that he, he was already there like that, that pasture has grown. It's green. It's flourishing. But God is going to be where the grass isn't necessarily growing. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's going to be in the places where there needs to be some attention. Like, That's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you can't, you can't look for God where there's already been growth. Like he's going to be moving around. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, good. I like that. So yeah, just I, I mentioned that mm. just to give you guys perspective. Because so, yeah. so sometimes maybe it's not that you did anything wrong or you're necessarily losing your yeah. fire because you're still devoted. You're still getting in your word. He's probably revealing himself in a different way. That's mm. why it feels different. It feels different. Yeah. That's all it is. So it's now it's just an adjustment because mm. the dynamics of the relationship change. You're no longer a babe anymore. Yeah. He's still there. Just maybe you he doesn't have to hold your hand like he used maybe to. Maybe you just moved out the house. You know, <laughs> he's, still, he's still there. He, maybe you just moved out the house, bro. That's so yeah, good. just just to mention that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's really good, bro. I like mm -hmm. that. You can lose God continuously looking in the same place. Mm -hmm. That that's good. And mentioning you talked about like the green, the pastures, yeah. and things of that nature, which I thought was actually a good point. Mm -hmm. How would you? Basically, so when you feel like your fire does burn out mm -hmm. or whatever, or you're in a season where you don't feel like you're as committed or like it take, it's taking more effort to get up and pray every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's taking more of a fight and a resistance, whatever you're feeling. How do you water that? Mm. How, do, how do you grow in that season? What like mindset do you need to have or perspective change you need to adopt for you to get out of that like you know that kind of like rut mm. to move to the next you know level? I feel you. Dang. Um, hmm. Quite honestly, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure I could come up with like some that sounds good, mm -hmm. but. In all honesty, I feel like I'm going through a season like that, like as we speak. So it's like I'm, I'm sort of like kind of 
trying to find my way through it. Mm-hmm. So like I don't I don't really have a like I said I can make up something that sounds good, but to be honest I don't I don't really I'm not sure. That's valid. What about you? What, what would you say though? I would say that when you are in that time that you have to go back to your first love. Mm-hmm. Go go back. I think there's a song by Maverick City. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one, but it's like, um, I think it's History. Um, okay. It's like, Take Me Back. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't think it's called History, but I think I know what you're talking about. Take, oh, bro. Why can't I, I remember the lyrics? Um, no, let me think. To my first love. You talking about that? To, yeah, to my first love. Well, when it was all about? simple. Mm-hmm. And everything was easy. That song. That song's good. When it was all simple and everything yeah. was easy. But anyways, um, I think in that time, in those moments, you have to go back to your first love. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's just reminding yourself of where God has brought you from mm-hmm. and yeah. the things he's already gotten you out of to mm-hmm. get you f- out or, you know, out of the season that you're in right now. Mm. It's looking back at his history and going back to the moment, you know, that changed everything. Yeah. No, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, though, God did give me language for this. And that's really good what you just said. Mm-hmm. I think because I was struggling with my discipline and I was like, dang, like, why, why is it so hard for me to sit down and read my Bible or pray every day? And then God told me, it's like, it's not an issue with your discipline, but your desire. So it's like, what you're talking about, how like when you go back and revisit those moments, that's where the desire comes from. When you remember where he brought you out of, when you remember who he is, that desire becomes fresh. So that's good, bro. That's good. So you're talking have, good. Yeah. So like what he said, you have to go back and remember because the history it, it reminds you of who God is. Because when, sometimes when you're in certain seasons, like sometimes you forget. Like let's be honest, we forget. You forget yeah. who God is and how powerful he is. But when you go back and meditate on those things, the desire will become fresh. Like so it's not it's not about the discipline the problems where the the desire it's your it's your heart posture yeah it's like ooh we're on live and John, Jonathan Diggins John mm. the Saint he he said this you, you have to have a heart check mm. you have to have continual oh, yeah, heart checks constantly just like you know you you may you know check your temperature if you're sick yeah oh oh you got you got something. <laughs> You got some. Talk to us. Talk to us. <laughs> Just like when you check your temperature when you you're sick, mm-hmm. you have to check the temperature of your expectation, mm. of your heart, yeah, of your purity, of yeah. your intention, of your perspective you have of God when you're going to the seasons where you feel like you're spiritually ill. Oh my god! <laughs> when I feel like Yo. spiritually ill, That's as good. in being. That's not good. as devoted as I was, mm-hmm. or quote unquote, I lost my fire, yeah. as we you know know it as. But you have to check your temperature. Uh, and so when I when I check my temperature, I now have a barometer or a standard to know what I need to do next, yeah. so I can be well. That's good. So you have to check your heart because that's where the issue is. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's it's the discipline is an issue of dang maybe my belief isn't there Mm. maybe my faith in god has wavered maybe it's a situation i haven't dealt with 
a conversation me and God haven't hasn't had yet, mm-hmm. something I haven't brought to him, something I haven't submitted. So when I identify that, then I can start the process of healing. Yeah, that's good. To get back to where I'm well. Mm. Mm. You cannot fix something that you don't know is broken. You know what I mean? So Heart you, you checks. Have, you have to know where the problem is. Heart checks. Heart checks. To then get treatment. That's good. That's the first time I've ever even like said it like that. No, but I think good. that's actually a good just ba- based on the foundation to kind of get out of that season. Like mm-hmm. check, just check, check your heart. Sounds simple, but check your heart. Mm-hmm. And then ev- you know everything else will really like fall into place. Check your heart and give and give it to God. Yeah, understand it's a process too. Like it, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna happen overnight it's not or just like, like a in a week thing. or what or yeah or whatever. And you have to continuously make sure you're putting fuel on the fire. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. The hardest part really isn't starting it. No, not no. no. The hardest part of a fire really it isn't is. getting starting it. It's keeping, it's keeping it going, it. <laughs> keeping it up. It's not the hardest part of the race. Isn't the start? Mm. Is if I'm gonna make it to the finish. Yeah, that's good. It's a, it's all about the process and oh, the good. season in between. That's good. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like you're that's we, we mentioned it before, mm-hmm. but soul salvation. The beginning, the altar wasn't the hard part. It wasn't. Your spirit was saving a second. Yeah. It's that space in between. Am I gonna keep giving him that yes? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> that's what they teach us, though. It's like that—that's the hard part. Now everything else is gonna be fine. The fire—they te- they, thats what they teach us, though. You go to the altar, you get saved. The fire's there. They teach us all the fire's just gonna keep going. They don't teach you. You got to throw a log in every now and then. They, they don't teach you that. They don't teach us that. You got to throw a log in here and there to keep the fire burning. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff right there. So just just know. You got you got to put the work work in to keep the fire going. Yeah, and no more. Yeah, and going going back to the first point we made, we mentioned all of this mm-hmm. in terms of like selective, being selectively sacrificial because that's where it comes from. Yeah, of us checking our hearts and being lukewarm and and not fully committed to God, but He's telling you choose these this day. This day, He's not asking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis said that, yeah. and I'm sorry, that's been in my ear all week, yeah. but he's not asking anymore. He's not asking. <laughs> he's, not, he's not asking, and I say that because your obedience is tied to someone else's breakthrough. Mm. That's why this is so important. That's why we're talking about mm. this, because you have to commit to the, your yes. Exactly. You have to submit to God's will for your life. Because one, because that's the safest place you can be. That's yeah. where you're going to be fulfilled. But that's also what's going to bring healing to others. Mm. Do you want blood on your hands? I saw this. It was a tweet. What's up? And I think most of us are pretty familiar with Jonah and yeah. you know his story. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, just read up on it because I don't want to talk take too long. But mm-hmm. basically, do you realize when? Jonah, when uh, because of Jonah's disobedience, everyone on the boat went through a storm. 
because of Jonah's disobedience, everybody that was connected to him on that boat went through a storm too. Right. So, I have to ask myself, I wonder how many storms you're causing because you won't say yes. Dang. Dang. Everybody on the boat. Like, he was on the boat trying to run, trying to run from God's will mm-hmm. away from what he had for him. And as a byproduct, everyone else got caught in the storm, too. Mm. Dang, you, you in my closet. I wonder how many people... <laughs> Mm. I wonder how many people you could stop rain for if you just said yes. Mm. Dang. They're causing storms. Mm. You'll have an effect with your yes or your no. It just depends on what, what effect that, that is. Mm. It's going to be an effect either way. Negative or positive, you choose. People are connected to your obedience. It's not, it's not just on you. Dang, it's bigger than it's bigger than you. And we don't like that. And we mention this because it, it, we don't want that responsibility. Mm. We we don't want that type of weight or you know anguish or whatever. But that's the reality of the fact. Really? No, I just want to live my life. Like you know, I just want to have fun. Like, and we're not saying you can't do that. You can be very happy, fulfilled, content, and have a life. You don't have to be worried about oh my goodness, like because I didn't do X, Y, and Z, like people are going to like do no. no, no. But it's just you having the proper perspective. It's taking yourself serious. That's what it comes down to, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wrap up. That's what it comes down to. It's taking yourself seriously. Yeah. Cause God does. Mm-hmm. You were worth all that. You were worth all that. And so it's taking yourself serious, not putting God on the back burner or what he's called you to do. And that's why, and that's, yeah, and that's, and that's the point of all this. Choose this day who you will serve. Because mm-hmm. your life and others depend on it. Yeah. That's good. Your fu- your future was worth dying for. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn, y'all. Mm. <laughs> That's that's so, gonna stick with me for stop, life. Stop with the selective, selectively sacrificing. It's all or nothing. Give it to him. Give it to him. The only adequate gift is is your life, and all of it, not just pieces. Hmm. The whole puzzle. You gotta give it up. You gotta give it up. Is that what you are gonna leave the people with? That's what I'm. You got some. That's what I'm leaving with. What you got? Yeah, that basically it. Like yeah. you had a future worth dying for. Mm. Now it's your turn. Yeah. It's your turn. Yeah. I just want to just give you all this quick reminder for this EP yeah, just because, yeah. like, you, you're going to have to, for this next season, he has to have it all. Mm. <laughs> he can't, he can't take you to what's next. He can't give you everything he wants if you're still holding on to mm. The thing he's asking you to submit. Right. That's why that's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. For such a time as this. Yeah. He want he wants it now. He wants his glory through you now, but you gotta you gotta commit for yeah. real. For real, for real. 
or commit again. That's what people, I don't think we always think about that too. Like you have, it's a perpetual commitment. Like sometimes even after you get saved, it's like, God, okay, I give you my life again. (laughs) (laughs) I give you what? My yes again. It's kind of like, you know how when people get married, they like renew their vows. Mm. (laughs) It's not just like a one-time commitment. Wow. That's good. I think some of us need to renew our vow with God. Uh, real talk I'm being that serious that's actually for me that's real like that's that's actually for me yeah we needed to renew some vows mm. God I know I fell off I know I had a few months where I, yeah. I wasn't committed I, I know I, I left my seat of purpose mm. I know I didn't represent you the way I I know I should I know I know I fell back into a few of those same habits I know but I love you, and I give it to you all. You have my life. Take my yes again. 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 Man. Hmm. Take my yes again. Dang. Well. <laughs> 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 man before i start tearing up yeah. um yeah man, gonna, we're gonna leave y'all with that yeah just give um, it to god and tell him to he, he'll take the yes again he wants it yeah his arms are open mm-hmm. so um i hope you have a nice week yeah bro y'all y'all, y'all stay blessed stay you stay real stay, stay humble. humble we'll catch y'all next week much yeah. love <laughs>